It's Monday, September 11th, 2023. Let's talk about the news. From the New York Times, Morocco races to dig out survivors after strongest quake in 100 years. At least 2,000 people have been confirmed killed so far in the wake of the strongest earthquake to hit Morocco in about a century, weighing in at 6.8 on the Richter scale, which collapsed buildings constructed from traditional mud-brick materials and trapped what are thought to be thousands of people in debris. Moroccan personnel bolstered by foreign volunteers and equipment are scrambling to rescue survivors across the central and southern portions of the country. And many roads, especially to hard-hit communities in the high Atlas Mountains, remain blocked, hindering these efforts. Smaller aftershocks have also hindered search and rescue personnel, and it's anticipated that because of these confounding issues and the strength and location of the original quake, the official death toll could climb quite a bit higher in the coming days. From The Guardian, African Union made permanent member of G20 at Delhi Summit. The African Union, consisting of 55 African member states, though six of those nations have been suspended because they're currently run by military juntas, was added to the G20 Intergovernmental Forum as a permanent member at this year's summit in India. This move is expected to add more visibility to concerns held by African nations, as previously only South Africa was a G20 member, and it may require that the forum change its name, as previously it consisted of 19 nations and the EU. The G20 is an important symbolic body because before the addition of the AU, it encompassed about 80% of the world's income, 75% of international trade, two-thirds of the global population, and about 60% of the world's land area. Those figures will increase as the African Union's numbers are incorporated, since Africa is the fastest-growing continent by many metrics. And from the Associated Press, Maldives' presidential election heading for second round after no clear winner emerges. The presidential election held in the Maldives this weekend ended without an outright winner, making a second round of highly contentious voting all but certain. The leading candidates in this election present diametrically opposed paths for the island archipelago nation, with one favoring a lean toward China, the other supporting a bias toward India. There are eight other candidates in the running, too, which complicates things a bit, but the meta-narrative pervading this vote is that one of the main candidates would put the Maldives more firmly in India's orbit, while his opposition would do the same for China, at a moment in which the Indian Ocean is being geopolitically carved up for a standoff between China and the West. If you're finding some value in One Sentence News, consider leaving a quick review wherever you get your podcasts and or sharing the show with a friend. You can find out more about this show or subscribe to the email version at onesentencenews.com. And you can support this and other related projects, like the Let's Know Things and Brain Lenses podcasts, at understandery.com.